want to you want to go you want to go to the the Myrtle Beach Bowl, Yukon versus Marshall. <laughs> it's it's next week at two two p.m. next Monday. The nineteenth. Two p.m. on a Monday? You're kidding two, me. Two That's an East Coast game too. It's not even like it's a time zone thing. They're playing in Florida. That's on the East Coast. Marshall. Marsh hey Dad, can you watch me in the Myrtle Beach Bowl? No, sorry, son. I'm at work. It's two p.m. on a Monday. What do you think? Hello and welcome in to another week, that's right, another week, of the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley. Jordan Moment here alongside me. And to start, I apologize for us not being here last week. I, I fell ill for the first time in like four years, I think. I was sick. It was bad. We were going to then record on Thursday after MLB Free Agency started to heat up, but then I fell asleep because my body was rebelling against me. We were trying to heal. I don't know, one of the two. So we didn't have recording. So I apologize. Uh, we're here. Ligma. Lots, lot to cover. <laughs> lot, uh, lot to get to. So, and we're gonna touch on some stuff probably that's a little bit dated that I just have an axe to grind with eventually. But we're gonna start off as we do with the Patriots, twenty-seven to thirteen, win over the Arizona Cardinals last night, and. I have some positives, Jordan, and I'm going to ask you to let me know if any of these sound familiar. Okay. I um I, I think the defense played very well. I seem there, to re recollect that. There was a play or two on offense that I liked, mainly in the running game. Yep. And otherwise... I don't know if the offense can play at a level to compete. This is a new take of mine, Jordan. This is a new take of mine. New patent to take. I think I might be the first guy to mention this this season. I don't know if I feel like the offense can um, play at a level where they can contend with elite teams. Again, Jordan, I don't know if that's a new take. I don't know if that's that, a new take. But that, that seems a bit new. I got to tell you, I almost feel like... I, almost, I Jordan, I don't know. I have this like weird, weird feeling that feels similar to how I felt after every single one of their wins this season. I don't know, Jordan. I did something, there's something familiar about this game. Can't tell you exactly what it is, but it feels almost like this was like every other game they've played all season. Where they, where they, where they beat up on, on a bad team and the Cardinals are bad and we didn't give a, excuse me, we didn't give our predictions because we didn't do the podcast last week. I remembered right before the game, I texted Jordan for our scores. That way we'd have true. them. I mean, I always thought that we had I think we talked about that we were going to win this game like two weeks ago anyway. But uh, you, you were close. You said 27-13. I said 2014. You had you had more faith in the Patriots off. Well, actually, no. Excuse me. You actually didn't have more faith in the Patriots offense. I thought they'd score 20 points, and the offense did score 20 points. So I want to say we were both right in a way. You know, I didn't think the offense could score more than 20, and they didn't because the defense scored a touchdown. Oh, excuse me. Uh, you know, another thing. I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this thing that Marcus Jones played very well in this game. You know, I think a couple of their rookies really looked okay. <laughs> Positive takeaways. But, yeah, no. Um, Yeah, the biggest takeaway from this game is nothing. I have no takeaways from this game. I have very little takeaways from this game, Jordan. Now, we're going to talk about stuff. I have new ways to illustrate how the offense is incompetent. Okay. I have new stats to illustrate it, but again, I'll be honest. Like, 
it's it's I feel the same as I felt after every win, which is that they they played well against a bad team, and I still give teams credit. I still give them some level of credit for being able to beat up on a bad team consistently because there are plenty of teams that can't do that. Right? There are plenty of teams that regularly lose to teams that they're better than. Patriots generally, and this is something I want to talk about last week, by the way, if we had done the show after the Bills game, is that the Patriots have been almost, have in at least in the Mac Jones era, we'll call it, have been shockingly consistent in terms of not losing to teams that they are wholly worse than. But also genuinely, like, imp- being, except for the Miami Dolphins. Eliminate the Dolphins from this math. When the Dolphins have been bad. Just eliminate the Dolphins. Whatever is up with the Dolphins. Otherwise, though, really, in the last two seasons, except for the Bears game. Bears game was bad. There have been no real losses to teams that they're worse than. Excuse me, that are worse than them. There have been no real, like, the like there was a Colts game last year. That one was close. They ended up losing that game. But, uh, you know, honestly, the Colts... That was when they were good for like 10 minutes and we thought maybe they were a thing. That, like, you know, they beat up on every bad team they've played. They really have, except for the Dolphins when the Dolphins were bad last year. But otherwise, they beat up on every bad team they've played. And they do not have one single, like one time, right? Like every year, do bad teams not occasionally beat good teams? It happens every year. Contending great teams. Every year, that's why they win. Every, every year. Contend like the the uh, Bills lost to the freaking Jaguars last year. If you remember that game, every year, great teams lose to bad teams. Last two years, not once with the Patriots. Like, uh, it's unbelievable. It's actually unreal. And they very except for the playoff game against the Bills last year. In kind of this last Bills game from last week, they really don't lose badly in these games. They play these good teams very close. They played the Cowboys really close last year. They, I mean, they beat the Bills in the weather game, but we're not counting the win. Well, we'll talk about the win game. Even in that, that second game they played last year, they were that game was very close if you go back and look at it, Jordan. Now, his game was like a one-score game late in the fourth quarter. You know, the Vikings last on Thanksgiving played them very close. Did I mention the Cowboys? I think I mentioned the Cowboys. We did. The Ravens this year, that game was I mean, they lost that game by nine points, but that was a one-score game late in the fourth quarter. They had opportunities in that game. We talked about it. They play these good teams well, generally. At least they play them close. I don't know if call it well. But they never – it's unbelievable. It's unreal. But again, Jordan, they keep beating up these bad teams. And um, I <laughs> – I, I don't know. I, like, I don't – again, every – it's uh, – well, okay – New thing, it's nice to see Matt Judon getting sacks in December. That's new. Very unfamiliar. That's that's a nice, nice new feeling. But it's 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 just genuinely, it's like I don't I have I just I I have very little to say about this game, I feel like, just because again, it is like every And they had to win this. Again, I give them credit for winning it. Again, I've given the reason I keep giving them credit is that there have been plenty of teams over the years. That drop stupid games that they shouldn't drop. And generally, the Patriots have not lost to teams that they should beat over the last two seasons. Now, the list of teams that they should beat has shrunken from uh, from the glory days. But so generally, 
they've done a decent job. They haven't lost stupid games that they shouldn't lose. Which I give, which I want to give them some credit for. This they had to have this. I'll give them credit for that. Kyler Murray wasn't in this game the whole time. I still thought they were gonna win this game, with or without Kyler. I was not in on the. I I'm not in on the Cardinals at all right now. And uh, you know, God bless Kyler Murray. His ACL is done, which which sucks for them. They are in a rough. They they extended everybody this offseason. For some reason, Cardinals felt the need to bring the GM, Cliff Kingsbury, and to give Kyler Murray a giant bag of money for all that they'd proven. But that's besides the point. Pitchers won this game. And I just, I, I, and I bet they'll win against the Raiders. At least I'm hoping they win against the Raiders. That's a trap game. That feels like, again, genuinely they've done a good job with the trap games, except for the Bears. They've done a good job with the trap games. Again, they genuinely haven't fallen into the traps. That's the point. That's, that's, what I'm that's a big trap. Oh, it is, Jordan, but again, that's what I'm saying. They've done a good job not falling into the trap games the last couple of years. They have. They've done a good job with it. A whole lot of good it does them, but they've done that. Again, that's what area they've been finding. They haven't fallen into the traps. Again, I've given teams that fall into the traps a lot of crap over the years. Steelers did it for eons. Packers do did it like every other week for years. Getting every week this year. Yeah, well, now, now, now they're not trap games. Now the Packers are just bad. So now it's not a trap anymore. It's just losing to your peers. But, again, I've given these teams a lot of crap. They don't do it. They haven't really been doing it this year. You know, they haven't. Because, you know, the Patriots can't afford to fall into a trap game. they got to be real vigilant about these pitfalls. But, yeah, it's like, I haven't learned anything. I know they can't beat the Bills. They got blown out by the Bills. I think they get blown out by the Bills. They got beat pretty badly by the Bills. And then I know that they can win a kind of close, gut out a kind of close win against a really, really bad team. I know that they can do that. And I'm sure they'll do it next week against the Raiders, even though that feels like a tra- it feels like a mega trap game. Feels like some dumb game where Belichick will lose to his old assistant for no reason. But again, I have no other reason not to pick the Patriots in that game. I'm sure it'll look just like this game. And it'll look... <laughs> it'll look just like this last game. It'll look... It'll look just like the Jets game. It'll look just like the Colts game. It'll look just like the Jets game before that. And then we'll come out of it and we'll go, all right, now you got to play... The, the Bengals. Bengals, Dolphins, and Bills in consecutive weeks. And do I feel good about it? Probably not. Like, probably not. So it's, looking, it's looking done and dusted for them. Yeah, it's not. Like, they can still make the playoffs very easily. But even if they make the playoffs. Well, I mean, honestly, though, I, this is another thing. But that's what I'm saying. But again, they don't have, like, a really good – they don't have, like, a great win in the last two seasons, which – to another point, which is something I almost want to say for next week, but if honestly, if they win any of those last three games, Jordan, any one of them, it'll be like the best win of the match of the last two years. Like bar none, it'll be like their great. It'll be their best win. Yes. <laughs> like there's no, nothing will compare. Like unless you want to, unless you love the wind game, which again, the wind game makes perfect sense that they won that game because the wind game was a game where the Bills, through a force of God, were made to resemble a mediocre team. We've talked about how the Bills, you know, don't have, like, that slow, grindy gear. That was a game where the Bills were made to look like a mediocre team. And you were able to win that game. Don't count. I don't count that. I mean, I don't count that. Because that was you were playing a version of the Bills that resembled all the bad teams that you can't beat up on. So I don't... <laughs> I don't know. Like, we've been talking about it all year. Like, I know they can win these games. 
I know they can. This uh, Bill Belichick's good for anything. It's getting your team to this baseline level of competence. We are at least not going to, like, beat yourself in the same way that the stupid Cardinals will beat themselves. And it'll it's good for this. It's good for, I don't know, contending for a wild card spot <laughs> late in the season. But other than that, like, I talked about it. Again, I, I'm just repeating myself. Why, don't even listen to this episode. Go listen to every other episode after a win, honestly, because I have nothing new to say. Because what new do I have to say? Unless you want me to sit here and talk about, like, Kevin Harris. Like, unless you want, like, like, like some new guys are making plays. Like, you want, like, some Pierre Strong takes? Like, we can do 20 minutes of third and fourth string running back talk, and they look good! Marcus Jones looked good! Like, Josh Uche has 10 sacks now. Now, mind you, six of them have come against Zach Wilson and, um, and Colt McCoy. So even as somebody who was um, kind of hyping up Josh Uche before the year, a little bit of a fraudulent double-digit sack number, but whatever. Whatever. Six of those ten sacks came in two games against Colt McCoy and Zach Wills, but he got him. He got him. So whatever. Patriots, first team in the league to have two players with ten-plus sacks, Jordan. You know, maybe the defense is legit. I don't know. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Like, it's the same thing. It's the same thing I've said every week. Like, Hunter Henry made some good plays. Maybe they should use Hunter. Have I said that before, Jordan? Have I said I feel like they should maybe use Hunter Henry more often? He made some plays in this game. I don't know. Is that, is that something I've only thought and not said out loud? Uh, maybe. I like, feel like you didn't manifest that enough. Like, you know, like it's impressive, I guess, that they won without their top two receivers and without their top two corners and without their top two running backs. They don't play their top two receivers most of the time. No, no, no. They play, play Devonta in, in, in Jacoby Myers quite a bit. You know, it's it's good. It's, it's good. Like, it's good. I do, nothing that happened in this game makes me believe in the Patriots anymore. Like, how could it? You're crazy if anything did. Now, Jordan, before the show, I don't know if you were being sarcastic when you said this. You said this was their best win all season. No, I, I was being very serious. Okay. That. Well, expl- tell me, please. What? Please Shed I- some light on this game for me. Give me something. I I I I told you yesterday while you were out there cal- gallivanting and yeah, yeah. casino having at, at the lovely encore in Boston for for at the for... at the encore in Boston having a wonderful casino royale time. I was sitting here at my desk, mm-hmm. grinding the tape, <laughs> crunching the numbers, being a real hard nosed vet that I can <laughs> be. Sometimes. Me texting you, hey Jordan, make sure you're watching the game, right, buddy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Double checking, make sure you got the game on. <laughs> we have to talk about this tomorrow, all right? Uh, but I, I think this is their best one of the season because they got a lead and then I stopped paying attention and they didn't do anything terrible to bring my attention back towards I, the game. I will say this. Um, the end of this game, the fourth quarter of this game felt like it took three hours. And maybe it was because I didn't want to be watching it anymore. Yes. Because <laughs> it was atrocious to watch. And that's why I say it's their best win. Because I took my attention away from the game and nothing <laughs> bad happened to make me pay attention to it any closer. <coughs> Honestly, Jordan, you probably didn't need to watch this game. I could have just come on here and been like, Jordan, uh, same as every other win. Literally, whatever whatever thoughts you would have had, same. Like, I, I'll say this. I will say that they, they were, they were, they were. Again, they get credit for, you know, making less mistakes. I give teams credit, but they were teetering. My God, did the Cardinals lose this game for themselves? Even without Kyler Murray. The end of the first half, really for both teams, was a, was a 
was an endemic. They had to, I don't know if you were. Did you? I don't know if you have the sound on while you were watching this game. I did have the sound. My on. lord, would would Joe, would Joe Buck and Troy Aikman doing the Lord's work? They were they were doing they were they were expending no energy to sugarcoat this game. I want to say for either team, really for the Patriots. You know, another game where the announcers were against you, Patriots fans. Right, rightfully so. But my my, my honestly, yeah, you know, they are actually being pretty nice to Colt McCoy, which you know, probably deserved. Guy guy was doing his best. But my my God, this last sequence. I mean, Jordan, a have we talked about how I how I how my growing uh, distaste with how much teams are going for it on fourth down? It was have, there were some egregious fucking have, plays. Have we have we talked about how my my just my my how I just become disgusted with like some of these teams like inability to just like take field goals? Yeah, of some yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, Cardinals probably lost themselves this game by not taking that field goal at the end of the first half, and I mean that. If you remember, they were on the 32. Mm-hmm. And then went, f- well, A, they took a timeout. They took a time. It was third down. They didn't let the clock run down. I believe they could have let the clock run down. At least could have forced the Patriots to use a timeout. They let the clock run down, then went for it, then didn't get it, Jordan. It was 13 to 7 at that point. They yep. could have kicked the field goal, been up by nine, Jordan, which to me, Almost feels like an insurmountable lead for this Patriots team did. Sur- probably, probably. And then, so they do that, right? Which again, you don't have a stupid, stupid, stupid moron coach. You have like a disinterested old man who might still have something. You don't have, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, who, by the way, Cliff Kingsbury, you want to, you want to come be the off. By the way, if you get fired, uh, give us a call, buddy. By the way, Cliff, you get fired. Got a seat for you in Foxborough. Full, full control of the offense if you want it, which is something else I want to talk about in a minute. But Cardinals, go for that, which was an unreal pass down the field goal. Why, why, why with your backup quarterback chance to go up by double score against a team that cannot score on consecutive possessions? You don't just take the points. It's beyond, I don't know what analytic is telling you that. I don't know what it is. But all these teams, I keep talking about it, Jordan. All these teams are doing it. They're not talking about it with the Lions. They're not talking about it. Just, it's, every, it's every game. Oh, my God. The like Lions, teams, the Chargers. They the just Bears, hate field goals. Why do these teams hate field goals? Oh, you know what? The best win of the Mac Jones era has been something I meant to say. It was that stupid Chargers game last year because that was one that felt like it was up in the air. That was the best win. I meant to mention that. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. That's probably been their best win. Anyway, well, best win when, you know, when nature itself wasn't a uh, – who wasn't colluding? That was a like week. That was like week four or five last year. No, that was like middle of the season. That was like we we watched that game at Harry's. We did. We did watch it. Oh no, it was the beginning of October. Yeah, was it that early? I don't know. Anyway, that was like ah, oh, that was a game. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like Chargers, you know. Anyway, but I have a Chargers rant for later, maybe. But anyway, pass on the field goal. Then you give New England the ball, which by the way, Patriots are not getting spared here. And then the Patriots had the ball, and they were able to. March down the field because they got it at their own 32. And then, um, and then you know, on the second to last play of the half, um, we get to play the game called Whose Fault Was the Patriots Doing? This is a snappy name for this game. Whose Fault? Who do you blame? The dumbest thing you've ever seen in terms of offensive football that the Patriots just did. Was it when Mac Jones tried to hand the ball off 
or not tried to hand the ball off and and it and it and it was a fumble if you remember that play was it a were the patriots calling a run play on first and 10 with 10 seconds to go from the 32 from the 28 yard line which to me feels like a dumb thing to do or did Matt Patricia decide to call a run there for some reason? Or did Mac Jones not know the play and decide to run it? Or did they just horribly execute an RPO? I don't know. Any one of those could be the answer. By the way, more RPOs in this game, which was nice to see. Anyway, could have could have been any one of the three, Jordan. Any one of the three is very bad. <laughs> Reflects very poorly on either the offensive coaching staff, Mac Jones, or both. By by this point in the game, I decided to watch my first Manning cast on ESPN two because <laughs> it was is something something more stimulating. Oh, you see, then... I, I see. I think you you missed out not hearing not hearing Joe 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 and Troy. Honestly, they they were on it in this game. I disagree. I think they, that was a win. That was a great. That was what ESPN was paying for right there. They, they had some good. They had Joe Burrows on. Oh. Adam Vinatieri was on. Keegan Mike Michael Key was wow. on. Wow, he'll do anything uh, these days. Uh, Bill Simmons was on. Wow, Ooh, yeah. Was there was the, there was some was there okay? was some tension between him and Eli. It was very funny. <laughs> but yeah, when uh, when uh, when they when they Probably fumbled you know, that handoff, Payne Manning jumped jumped into his goddamn ceiling. It's like it's like what's, what's, who whose fault was it? Like because what man, who's man couldn't comprehend it. His oh, head it was exploded. unbelievable. I still don't know. Maybe they got asked. I don't know. I haven't looked. I haven't, I probably should have explored this before. It's like was it? I'm sure somebody. I would hope that somebody asked them. But like, was it was it a, was it a horrendous play call or a horrendous execution or both? I don't know. They're capable of both. This team. They're very dynamic on that regard. Anyway, so they get the field goal. Technically, weren't in the red zone. And then, by the way, the next. The next, the start of the second half, they come out first and 10, convert, then run the ball. Then, well, let me tell you, I've heard this one before. On first down, they run the ball and take a loss. And then, uh, like, Mac Jones can't get the play. They call a timeout. And then he's, like, screaming at Matt Patricia on the sideline to shut up while he's going to the huddle. But also last week, he was also screaming at Matt Patricia that the fucking short game sucks. So, uh, you know, there, and again, the Patriots didn't let up any points in the second half. You know, this, they, this is the, this is the point where I tuned off and I didn't have to tune back in. <laughs> so that's why I say is their greatest game. You know, they, they were able to get it. Well, did you see the DeAndre Hopkins fumble? I did where, see where that. DeAndre that Hopkins just, just chose to hold the ball as, which is the thing I used to make fun of like LaShawn McCoy for when I was like 14, that dude just wanted to hold the ball as far away from his body as humanly possible he's got a long wingspan that deandre hopkins i assume he just he just held the thing like 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 out like you're like like you're taking out the trash and it smells horrible and you just don't want it as far away from your clothes as possible he was just but you know (laughs) i know if you text me there was a great play by kyle duggar i don't think Kyle D- Kyle Duggar did not even knock the ball. He did not go for the ball at all. He just tackled DeAndre Hopkins and he lost his two finger grip on the ball. Play play from play by the savvy vet. 
nuts. Savvy vet play by DeAndre Hopkins. He's like, well, maybe if I get us eliminated from the postseason, maybe they'll let me take more snaps off in his last couple games. Yeah, then that was the end. Like, that was then the game was over. Like, then it was done. Like, then the game just descended into, like, barely watchable, barely watchable slop. That the Patriots won. They, again, they made less moronic mistakes. Like the Cardinals just just shot themselves in the foot every every step of the way. Which is why, again, why I didn't have any faith in them with or without Kyler Murray. Because with or without Kyler Murray, they're still going to make moronic decisions and shoot themselves in the foot. But it wasn't Colt McCoy that lost them this game. I'll, gi- I'll give him some credit. And then they just, that was it. And then they somehow, you know, scored a little touchdown. But Pierre Strong, they actually did something in the red zone after Hunter Henry had to had his longest passing play of the game and of the season. Excuse me, Jordan. You know, maybe they should just throw the tight ends more. I don't know. And otherwise, the offense was, you know, Jordan. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you if uh, if this sounds familiar. If this is a familiar, I'm gonna ask you. Uh, gonna, we're gonna play a new a new game, another new game, Jordan, called uh, mm-hmm. Match This Play Call, where I uh, give you a sequence of plays and you have to match it to a uh, to a play caller in the sport of football. You know, it could be. NFL could be a college coach, could be a high school coach. I'm really gonna test you here, Jordan. Okay. So here, 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 here's the sequence, Jordan. Here's the sequence. Uh, run up the middle for negative gain. Screen um. pass, followed by screen pass to nowhere, followed okay. by third and long play, third and long passing play, four to five yards downfield. That does not result in a first down. Now, Jordan, match that sequence. Uh, I'm going to go with Nathaniel Hackett. Okay. Laughing track okay. in the background. Clo- <laughs> uh, but uh, um, um, sounds like sounds like Matt Patricia oh, really, and Jordan? or Joe Judge. <laughs> it well, Jordan, would you like to would you like to get a get a fun little stat they're, here? They're like ice climbers. You got to you got to throw them both together. <laughs> it's, it's Shen and Nunu. Jordan, <laughs> that's good. But, uh, yeah, no, Jordan. So uh, the Patriots attempted 12 screens in this game. For, I believe, an average of about five yards. Ooh. Excuse. So, um, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, Jordan. For an average of 4.8 yards. Oh, okay. That's important. Can't 12. Remember. 12, Jordan. I believe, what was it? It was in until like the middle of the third quarter that Mac attempted a pass that was more than like 10 yards. I don't know. Remember the beginning of the season when I was like complaining that they kept taking all these ridiculous deep shots for no reason? Mm-hmm. Now they've gone completely in the other Because I want to talk about this last week about the after the Bills game too. Which by the way, 12 is a career high for Mac Jones. 12 screen pass. But I want to talk about this last week. It's the Bills game, Jordan. Why? Why? That's like their whole offense now. Their whole offense is lose yards on first down, running the ball for no reason, then throwing a screen on second down every time when they don't have really any playmakers except for Marcus Jones. And then just throw a screen to like Nelson Aguilar. And then get on third and eleven, which is which Jordan third and eleven might as well might as well be the entire length of Mars for this team. Yeah, it's just it's unbelievable. They've just they they got nothing. They're getting worse. I feel like they're offensively getting worse. They can't call. 
Dude, it's unbelievable. It's like the same, like next to, like, please, like on, on Sunday, watch it. Uh, that's the sequence every time. Run it middle, screen, like, and then they like, don't even like attempt to throw it deep on third down. Like if they get in third and 10, they give up. Like they get, like genuinely, they just give up when it's third and 10. Jordan, like when this, like when it is third and long, they are like, ah, we're going to throw it four yards. Usually they like Jacoby Myers. He didn't play in this game. They're like, ah, third and four. Let's throw it to somebody. Excuse me. I'll actually read you their first sequence, Jordan, if you'd like me to. Their first right, sequence, first play, 14-yard pass to Devontae Parker. Very nice. I don't believe that's a play where he got concussed. First and 10. Ramondre Stevenson, one yard. Good first down play for them, honestly. Second and nine, incomplete short pass to Jonu Smith, which I believe was basically a screen. Incomplete screen to Jonu Smith. Third and nine, false start on Trent Brown. Five yards. Third and 14, incomplete pass, short middle, Jonu Smith. Punt. By the way, also punting in this game, awful. Oh, but Polardi is not the answer. I don't know. I don't know why they can't punt, Jordan. It is. It is unreal. By the way, the punting for this team. It's just, it's just Jordan. <coughs> it's making me ill. I'm trying I'm trying to fight through illness to bring this truth to people, really. <laughs> I'm on my deathbed here trying to trying to explain how poor the plague. It's just it's unbelievable. Like they do the same thing. It's every game. It's how many times happened to Buffalo game? It's like their average depth oh. of target is like negative yards. <laughs> like it's unbelievable. Like I think they literally are last in the league for first down yardage. Or they're at least like in like the bottom five. I think they're 27th last I checked. Like they're gaining like two yards on first down. And they're just like handed off to Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, nothing happened. Oh, well. What are we going to do now? We're going to go east to west, Mac. And then they're in third and long. And again. Third and nine for this team, Jordan? Done. Done. Don't even worry. Just punt. Just punt on third down. Play Canadian football. Like, just punt on the third down. Whatever. Who cares? Like, you're done. You're already done. Like, it's it's unbelievable, Jordan. It, it's just, it's like, they've gone backwards. They've genuinely gone. But like, what, what happened to, like, the stupid deep shots to Devontae Parker for no reason? I miss those now, Jordan. Remember those? I do remember those. Those were fun. I don't even do those anymore. They're like bringing on their kick returner. Cause like, again, Jordan, they don't have the play. Like they don't have the personnel to be pl to be running, to be playing like this either. Like I've talked, like I've like defended like their offensive personnel to a certain extent. At a lot of points in the last couple of months, Jordan, and I still will. However, they don't have like, give the guy the ball on third down five five yards behind the first down marker and expect any of these guys to be able to make that happen. Like Jacoby Myers, Jordan, he'll get open. He'll catch the ball probably, but he's not doing anything after. And it's like, even if they had guys, Jordan, honestly, like if they had Tyree kill, right? He would turn some of those in the positive place. And then they'd never do anything else. Again, Jordan, they brought their kick returner on. Who, God bless Marcus Jones. They're probably going to get Marcus Jones killed at this point. Because he's just their third down back now. Can I get? They need somebody. They're like, well, if we're going to be doing nothing but throwing screens. 
You'll be doing nothing but throw these stupid short screens on every, like, second and long and third and long. We might as well bring on a guy who maybe can make something happen with it. We can't fix the problem. We can't just call better plays, Jordan. That's we're, we're accepting that we're not capable of that, which is maybe them being very realistic. They're like, you know what? We don't have any other ideas. We know we're not capable of coming up with something better. Let's just try and do this the best way possible. Let's just try and do the best version of throw a screen on third and nine every single time. I'll throw the ball three yards to Kendrick Bourne on third and ten and be like, oh, maybe, maybe he'll break it off. Maybe this will be the time. We'll throw it to Nelson Aguilar. He's pretty fast. Maybe he'll break it off or fumble. Oh, oh, well, we were going to have to punt anyway. It's not even that big of a deal, honestly. It's just, it's, it's on. Yeah, they're just, they're just doing the same thing. Every, every single time, Jordan. And like, you know, you know something I started thinking about yesterday? In depth? What, what did you say? When, when do they get their, when do they get their McVeigh clone? When do we get ours? <laughs> like, I'm serious, Jordan. Like, I'm dead serious about this. Like, I'm dead serious about this. Okay. When when do we when do the Patriots get their like thirty five year old very handsome like white guy with like a play sheet that looks like a laminated cheesecake factory menu who just who's like been a coach for like a year and a half and like he went to Yale he just looks like High and Bloom just picture High and Bloom. And that guy comes in and he has this whole offense that's nothing but like unbelievably intricate formulas. And that's your offense. When when do they get that? When when are they getting that? Because it's like, because that's what every other team has. That's what every other team has. That's what the Rams have. They just won a Super Bowl. That's what the Bengals have. They would have got the freaking Rams QB coach to be their head coach. That's what Ken Dorsey kind of is in that, but whatever. Like, that's what <laughs> the Packers went and did it. The Jets have a LaFleur. The Jets OC is Matt LaFleur's brother. It's Mike LaFleur. I want Mike LaFleur. <laughs> is that like a Marcus LaFleur? <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like, that's what all the other teams are doing. Oh, that's the Jet, the Dolphins. Can't forget the Dolphins. They got their McVay guy. He's a little bit like a weird, he's like the weirder one. It's fine, do great. He, he, he's like the less handsome, funny one. But they, they got theirs. Yeah, he has a great personality. He's great. They're doing great, Jordan. Because he's like some nerd, and he's got all these formulas. They don't kick field goals. I don't know. Maybe they don't want to But he's got all this. He's got all these formulas. He's got this big, big ass. You know, they got the big play sheet, Jordan. Got the huge play sheet. And like a million options for every single situation. And like, they don't have theirs. They don't have theirs. Well, I want, I want one. That's what I want for Christmas. I want the Patriots to hire, like, the Rams, like, passing game optics coordinator who's, like, 20, who's, like, younger than us and has been a head, and has been a coach for, like, two months. And, like, they just, like, complete control of the offense. Complete control. And it'll be a million times, and we'll make fun of it. And it'll be like, oh, come on. Like, why? I mean, I won't make fun of it because I'm joking. But people will be like, whoa, how, come on. How could you give it to this guy with so little experience? Like, that, that's not a great move. And then it'll be great. Then the offense will be, like, top 10 in the league in the next season. Like the Bengals did. Like the Dolphins have. Like, all these teams keep doing. Like, just keep cycling through them. Like, get a Shanahan guy. Get one of these dudes. Because it's frustrating, Jordan. Because it's not like the Patriots are philosophically opposed to this. Right? <laughs> They're not. 
Because Jordan, all offseason, season, did we not talk about how they like how they how they were how they kept saying like, oh, we're trying to do this like Shanahan zone run offense. Not us saying that. They were saying that. They Remember? were saying that. And then they couldn't do it because they asked Matt Patricia and Joe Judge to implement it. They didn't bring in a guy then. That would have been a great time. Go get like the 49ers, like like run game co-coordinator. And just give him the reins of the offense. They did it. But again, so it's not a stylistic thing, Jordan. That's not what it is. It's not like they're like, oh, we don't want to run that kind of offense. They've accepted. They accepted at some point that it was probably a good idea. All right, Josh McDaniels is out of here. We're going to change up the offense. We're going to do this thing that everybody else is doing that is working very well. And we're going to do that. We're not going to bring in people who know how to do it. When Kendrick Bourne, who played in San Francisco two years ago, complains about it, that we're not doing it right, we're going to like bench him for two months. But we're going to do it. But no. They don't. <laughs> and then they failed, and now they're doing this. And they couldn't get it to work, and now they're doing whatever they're doing. When they're doing run for a loss, throw a screen, throw a slant, punt. Punt the ball 30 yards. Punt, punt the ball poorly. <laughs> and get Colt McCoy at midfield. But I want, I want, I want all these guys. Hey, no, Jordan, fine. Fine, fine, fine. By the way, Jordan, you want to say, like, no, 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 this is Bill Belichick. He zigs when other people zag. Everybody's going and getting, like, one of these 30 of the same guy. He's going to do something different. And he did something different, Jordan. Did something very different. And I got to tell you, maybe this time they zig when everybody else zigs, Jordan. I got to tell you, Jordan, checkers seems like a lovely game to be playing right now. I would love <laughs> to play a nice round of checkers <laughs> with the next Patriots offensive coordinator hire. I would love to sit down with, with I'll take the red pieces and I'll just go up. I'll go. I, every piece does the same thing. We've, we all know the rules, but it's effective. And it's working for literally everybody. Literally everybody that's being successful right now. It's working for them. Or almost everybody. <laughs> you know, you can do it. The, Ch the Chiefs, I mean, come on. Yeah, the, the, the Ravens maybe don't have it. But you can't, like, you know, these teams are doing it. Yeah, the, the only team that runs, like, an, a really different offense are probably the Eagles. And you know what? They got, they got, they got nerd, too. <laughs> Yep. I'm sure if we go through, let's go through Nick Serrani's backstory real quick. Let me remember where he came from. He was at, he was with the Colts, the chart, the Chargers for a long while, and just this is not helping my point at all. So I'm gonna ignore it. Is but this the 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 Schottenheimer School, something like that. But it's just when. When do the Patriots... And they're not going to get there. That That's the end of all this, Jordan. That's that's the end of the story. They're not going to get this. And it's frustrating because the best thing I can reasonably hope for is Bill O'Brien. I don't want Bill O'Brien, right? We don't want Bill O'Brien. I love Bill O'Brien, right? I love him. Again, what I want is them to go into, like, the bowels of, like, like look under Sean McVay's desk and get, like, his, like, shoe shine guy... And, like, drag him out and be like, you're the new offensive coordinator for the Patriots. Come on, buddy. You've been in the meetings. And, like, drag him. And I won't know who he is. And he'll look like a creator coach on, on Madden. 
And then he'll come in and he'll be like a head coach in two years. And he'll be like the head coach of like the commanders in like two years because he'll just do great. And like, it'll be like a media because all these guys are most of them are great, right? Like they all keep doing it. So why can't you have one? Why can't you have one? Why do I have to hope for Bill O'Brien? Why does Bill O'Brien have to be like the highest, like the like the pie in the sky? I'm like, oh well, maybe if we're really lucky, we'll come downstairs and and Dad Belichick will put a will put Bill O'Brien under the tree. Oh God, I hope so. Like it's not. It's so stupid. Like why? Like you you try doing it your way. You tried it. You tried something new. Bill Belichick, I don't know, philosophically thought that, like, a good defensive coordinator could be a good offensive coordinator. Nope. No, and now he has, now he needs to, like, let some 32-year-old guy who's been a coach for, like, 18 months sit down and explain how to do offense to him. That's what he has to do. That's his punishment now. He tried to, because, of course, he doesn't want that. He wants everybody on his staff to be his friend and his child. Because he's 74 and he doesn't want to make new friends. Which I understand. However, do the LaFleurs have another brother? Like, is there a third? Do they have like a cousin? Like, is there like a third? Is there like a bastard Shanahan out there somewhere? That like Mike (laughs) sired on like one fit of passion after like the Broncos won a Super Bowl. Like. Is there somebody out there? Is there another Shanahan running around out there with like a chiseled jawline and like 15 different options to face cover three on second down? Like, where is it? Like, why I want mine? I, w- I want, uh, they need one. Like, again, we talked about this earlier. I don't even know if it was on the street. It was on the podcast. Like, Cliff Kingsbury, if he gets fired, come right here. I love Cliff Kingsbury. I got to be honest. He's like the knockoff version of those dudes, honestly. <laughs> Like, he just knew Patrick Mahomes' way into being a head coach. But, like, I'll take him. I take On that underperforming Texas Tech team. Yeah, exactly. I'll take Cliff Kingsbury, though. He knows Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. Like, (laughs) fine. Like, that's enough for me. Enough for the Cardinals. It's enough for me at this point. Like, it's more better qualification than the offensive staff they have right now. It's, in fact, a a better resume, honestly. It's just, it's just like, that's what I want. We've talked about Bill O'Brien a lot. I don't want Bill O'Brien. I want this. I want a dork. I want an absolute dork to be the new play caller of the Patriots. I want the least football coach looking guy ever. I want a guy who's like 115 pounds. And is like, it's like Nick Serrani's like mailman. (laughs) To be the... (laughs) And like, I think like the only way it happens is if like Robert Kraft comes in and is like, all right, no, 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 no. Like we're going to hire a guy. I'm going to give him a bunch of money and he's going to like be in control. Like that's how we're going to get him. We're going to go get somebody like legit. Like who's like the bangles, like, like who's the bangles, like guy who like edits the film for, for, for practice for like the offense. Who, who's that guy? What's that guy doing? Give him a promotion. Like, like you think I'm kidding, but like, like who's like the, the backup, like the second wide, like the slot wide receivers coach for like the Dolphins right now. Like make him your OC and let him like, just come like, it's him. 
Which again, is probably the offer they'll end up making to Bill O'Brien. And then I'll be sitting there and the offense will be better. It'll be better. Obviously it'll be better. It can't be worse, right? Like it it'll be infinitely better, but I'll still be feeling like, ah, oh, but it would have been better if they had gone and gotten like <laughs> if they had gone and gotten like <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm running I'm running out of I'm running out of variations of this bit. Oh, like chat like Chad O'Connell's um guys weed dealer i don't know like like it's just like i'm right not kevin o'connell jesus christ they go and get kevin o'connell's ah, the, the guy who like his like the guy he calls when his wi-fi is out whatever is his uh, wi-fi provider is like, go get that guy and be like, yep, here's a contract. You're the offensive coordinator of the Patriots now. You you have full control over the offense. Make this offense look like a team from, like, 2012. Like, get us there and we're feeling great. It's, I'm right. Like, I'm right. Is anything I'm saying wrong? <laughs> like, these are the guys who, who <laughs> succeed. Like, it's just, it's it's a very clear blueprint. You want your offense to enter the, enter the 21st century? You go and get one of these guys. They all look the same. They are all the same guy. <laughs> and you just, they're all literally the same dude. And you just, and it will work. It'll work infinitely better. Who's Liam Cohen? Liam Cohen is, is, the, is the offensive coordinator for the Rams right now. Mind you, Rams are having a bad year. Right? Have a bit of a down year. So maybe, maybe you don't go to that well right now. And you probably can't go to the, you know, but you go find one of these guys. Again, you go, like, sh who's ever the offensive coordinator for the 49ers, don't think he calls the plays. You're like, you get to call the plays here. That's a bit. He still probably doesn't leave, so then you got to go down the totem pole another length, right? Whoever is there. <laughs> you know, whoever it is now, Anthony. Oh, it's Anthony Lynn? Oh, huh. It's Anthony Lynn right now. Anthony Lynn probably won't leave the 49ers because they're in a great spot right now. Maybe the QB coach, though. You go down to wire one more, and you're like, now you get to call plays, and you get to run. And hopefully another team doesn't offer that same guy their head coach job. Right? Because you're already kind of picking at the scraps already because you got to get the guys who teams don't offer to be their head coach. And it just... I am completely right, and I will accept no... No dissent on this, Jordan. But if you want to try and offer it, now is your time. If you feel, if you feel very strongly, if you feel, if you feel like I'm that, that may that may have been that may have been one of your greater your greater tirades. I'm right. Like I'm right. I feel like it went on too long. I feel like I I feel like I just kept. I feel like it was good for about the first minute. Then I just spent nine minutes repeating myself over hey, and over hey. again. <laughs> um, I I I will say that that um one. It, it it it's really it, it it's, it's it's just nepotism, man. It's just is it? Oh they, yeah, with the they, Patriots. I was gonna say, like, is it nepotism to keep getting dudes who keep succeeding? Okay, you mean you mean the Patriots? Sorry, I'm on yeah, the edge of my seat just, right now. I'm very tense about this. I I, I can tell. I got I a hair tell. trigger right now. <laughs> um, but it's it's just it's just it's just nepotism. Like like it yes, can't, yeah, you can't have anyone. You can't, you can't have anyone challenge the ideas like you're gonna come in and then you're gonna suggest that we you do this dynamic thing and move multiple well, people well, see, in motion. You see, they're open to new ideas. It's just they're not open to bringing in people to help them execute those ideas to actually understand those ideas. That's a frustrating thing. 
they're they're allegedly open to these new ideas. I don't think they're open to those new ideas. I mean, they they put a lot of time in the they put a lot of time in the off season in, into implementing it. If it was just for the optics, <laughs> they put a I lot mean, of time. Oh, Ben Grease is a QB coach for the Fortnite. Ah, he's too old. Ah, I've been a coach ten years too long. Brian Grease is the offensive coordinator for the for the 49ers too been nope been in there too long Ooh, actually played in actually played professional football can't have it can't have it oh when did oh my god brian grease did make a pro bowl nope too too grizzled too grizzled can't have him (laughs) (laughs) too too much of a career no it is jordan like it's absolutely like obvious like that that part of it it was just hoping that maybe all the nepo all the nepotism could maybe like add up to something it it has Bill Belichick is just shooting himself in the foot yeah that's 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 the main that's the main issue because again because he just doesn't want to make new friends that by the way Mike Shanahan's your friend Bill Belichick you know he has a bastard somewhere because Bill Belichick loves hiring the, the kids of his friends as well he's done that all the time just this is true you know just Hire the good ones. Like just, oh my God, I'm just, like, does Mike McDaniel have, like, an even weirder, like, cousin? Maybe. Have, like, a cousin who's just, like, just, just, just slamming, like, like, league, just grinding league right now? More Somewhere. Just like a, who's just, like, a Mario 64 speedrunner, but it's, like, unreal at it. What, what's he doing? Like, what's... It's just he's he's run he's running he's running he's running seventy star. <laughs> Absolutely, like it's just it's just, yeah, like it's. I think yeah. he probably, it's probably the case that the lower star categories are. Frank Smith, forty-one, offensive coordinator for the for the Dolphins, too old. <laughs> Man's too busy grinding zero star to be coach an NFL team. Who's the Dolphins QB coach? Ooh, doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Perfect. Darrell Bevel. Oh, is he a Bevel? Oh, Belichick might like that. Hey, he looks kind of old, though. Looks a little too old for me. 52. Nope. Can't have that. No, 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 no. They need they need to get offensive coaches are getting younger and younger, and you gotta ride that wave. Yeah, no, so anyway, that's that's kind of where I'm at with the Patriots. I'm I'm there. I I bring 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 on bring, Robert Kraft is a strong arm Belichick in the hiring like a child to run the offense. But uh in summation, very high probability that the Patriots finish this season seven and ten. Uh no, like they're gonna win this game against against the Raiders, I feel like. So eight and nine, thank you very much. Which still might be good enough to make the playoffs in the AFC, by the way. I don't know what the with the jet the way the Jets are going, you know. You know? Which by we didn't even pick this Vegas game. How do these always end up going too long? I don't know, do you do you, what what's your prediction for the for, for versus Vegas, baby? Yeah, like we said earlier, this is such a this is such a trap game. And you see, I don't <laughs> It's per, it's perfect. It's I feel like that... to even bet the Patriots is this already you already like lost the game. Are you pick? Are you picking the Raiders? Then or are you buying it on the? Because the Raiders just lost to a quarterback who'd been who who'd been on that team for approximately eight hours. I, I, 
the problem. The Raiders are very bad. That's the problem. The Raiders are very bad. This it's the year. perfect trap because the Raiders can play actual football. Can they? They can. They done it. They done it at least twice this year. <laughs> That's the, okay. You are you are easier on on some on some teams more than others, Jordan. I've I've seen it. I've they seen also got play shut out by the. Also got shut out by the Saints. They did get shut out by the Saints, but I've seen. The Raiders play at least three competent quarters of football this year. You know, I, I've seen I've seen the Patriots play more than that. <laughs> it's comparable. <laughs> I don't think it's, it's comparable, comparable enough for it to, to for it to be a trap. Uh I mean, I I I I will not be picking the Raiders. I don't know about you. I, I I'm still formulating the score in my head. If I'm just gonna say twenty four seventeen, which by the way, you were close. You said twenty four seventeen. No, you said twenty. Well, I was really close. You said twenty seven fourteen. Excuse me. You were you were close. Again, I said twenty. I said 2014, which I feel like was more right because the Patriots only scored 20 points offensively. That's okay. You know, which I feel like, you know, was, you know, it feels like it's in the spirit. I would not pick this team to score 27 points on offense. I, I'm, I got, I got to take, I got to take the bait. Damn. I got to take the bait. What, what, what do you say? 1912 Raiders. 1912. Let's get a, let's get some score gami going. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going like 13-3 Patriots. I just no, no. The Ra- the Raiders are bad, Jordan. I I hate, I hate to tell you, but Jake, that's the problem. I get it. Though. I get that's it. That's the problem. I get it. I. But again, I open this whole show talking about how they haven't really fallen into the trap games at all in the last couple of years, except for like the Bears game. But that was because it was after buy, and this team can't play after buys anymore. Because I assume Bill Belichick spends a whole buy on his boat now. But no, 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 no. I'm not. It's a. It's a. It's such a trap. I understand. Like the Ra- The Raiders. The Raiders is is, is the perfect scenario. I, where like I Josh McDaniel like is proven justified for receiving this job. And well, the I mean, Raiders it doesn't matter. Actually... Not, it doesn't matter because he's not losing the job because the Raiders literally just don't have the money to be paying him and be paying John Gruden and then bring in another coach. Yeah, and that's then... that, which is a real report that the Raiders they they can't even consider it because they're like we can't we can't afford to be paying three coaches at once. Don't have the and money then, and then. And then, like, David Andor, Derek Carr. I can't remember which one plays for the it's, goddamn it's Derek, Raiders. Derek. Derek Carr is going to come out, and he's going to have that one Renaissance game. That oh, because you have the one the good day. Derek Carr game? I, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, all right, gonna, all and right. And then all the Derek Carr truthers are going to be like, see, okay. I told you yeah, guys. Like, There's not, they don't need a QB. Yeah, okay, Derek, fair enough, Derek fair Carr's good. He's it's year nine. Be... Year nine is going to be the yeah. one. <laughs> year nine is going to be his breakout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And then, and then, and then the – the Raiders are going to play some somehow. They're going to play competent defense, and excuse me, next year will be it, year it all going to fall into place. Next year will be year ten for Derek Carr, which is crazy. <laughs> no, no, well, he's, I'm, he's I'm, an elite quarterback, Jake. I don't know what to tell nope, you. Not doing it. Not not picking it. Not picking it. The Raiders want to do that against the Steelers. Raiders want to beat the 49ers Week Seventeen. Go crazy. Nope, nope, not doing it. I refuse. I gotta, I gotta believe in something. The greatest trap game. I gotta believe in something before we enter. Honestly, though, it's not because for it to be a trap game, I feel like you have to be like a legitimately really, really good team. Like you have to be a team that like has a reason to feel confident to not get. You see, I just this, this, this is the exact Patriots team. No, 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 Jordan. I disagree. I disagree. See, for it to be a trap game, if the Patriots were like competing for like a top seed, if there's like a Brady Patriots, be like, yes, this is a trap game because this team justifiably can feel confident that they can just kind of like overlook this team and sleepwalk their way to beating them. This Patriots team has no reason to believe they can sleepwalk to beating anybody. They have no reason to think that they can overlook anybody because the difference between them and this team is marginal. 
It exists. But it is. So I don't think it's not a trap. Because this team has to be so paranoid all the time. This team could not, does not have, obviously this team does not have confidence. The quarterback and the offense coordinator are screaming at each other every other play. Because nobody knows what they're doing. So this team does not feel confident. So no, 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 I'm not, I, you know, it can't be a trap game. They might lose because they're not that talented. And the Raiders might just play a good game. I can't, I can't say they'll play a, they'll be, they'll be, they can be trapped, Jordan. Because to be trapped would to be to believe that the outcome could be could be they had to really be confident like oh there's no way we're losing to the Raiders they're the Raiders and where are the Patriots like that doesn't mean anything so no no I I kind of disagree with you I feel like they're less likely to get trapped because they have to be locked in every single game to have a chance to grind out like a like a one possession win over the over a four and nine team they gotta be they gotta be firing on all cylinders to do that baby and they must know it. So I don't know. It's, uh, it's it's great. It's bait. This is you. this is bait. I was it's also going to say, how does it one readers game? You're going to be like, what the hell is going I was on? also going to say, how does it how it's it's if anything reflects how far the Patriots have fallen. Does anything reflect it more than the fact that they're getting flexed out of Sunday Night Football for Commanders Giants? Oh, yeah. Does, yeah, does anything yeah. does anything embody how how far how far you have fallen than than that? You say come you say Commanders Giants. I was like, oh wait, that's like that's a good game. <laughs> you say, oh, I was like, oh wait, I might I might watch that. Gotta get this Patriots crap out of here. Get this yeah, junk let's, let's out of here. Gotta let's see some real football team play. <laughs> no, it is nothing. Nothing makes it like nothing. Nothing embodies yeah. it more. They're they're in they're they're trending towards the bottom. They are they're nearly they, there. Oh, they, they, they're, they're they are trying to, to starve sure. it off, Jordan. Let me tell you, make the wife seven seed two years in a row. Come on, that's keeping your head above water. Locked in on that seven seed right now. The mortally wounded line. Just you win. You win any one away. of you win any one of your last three games. I'll throw a parade. Be the greatest win of the post Brady era, like by by a mile. Nothing else is even close except. The best win with Cam Newton was also over the Chargers, incidentally. But, you know, that's that. So that's that. Feels good. Can't wait to come back next week and the Patriots won and they grinded it out and we can have this exact same conversation verbatim again. Can we do a thing that uh, if that exact thing happens, we can just copy and paste? We might as well. Like the, it's the, that the we soundtrack might. into here. <laughs> we might as well. Like it's not. It's not gonna. If they win, it will be the exact same game. They're not gonna come back next week and like the next Sunday and like suddenly figure it out. Like they're not. They're, they're not figuring it out now. This is what they are now. Like I don't know. I don't know what polishing of this there is to do. If you want to get real spicy, you can make a clip of, of you saying the. Uh, the exact same things in different different episodes. You see, that's already the bit. That was already the bit one. this week, Jordan. I, uh, we'd be rehashing a bit too. Like that was already the bit this episode. But if you re if you re-edit it from the old episode, okay. We literally just just, just post like a Frankenstein. To, that's too much effort. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, I know that's why. That's, that's, that's so yes. much effort. I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> that won't be worth it. I'm just Jordan. Take the week off. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna put something together. <laughs> Just edit together. I could do that. It would be very funny, but I'm not, I'm not doing that. That would take forever. 
How it yeah, I, I feel like I feel like that's one of those shit posts. That actually, like, is, is just a very high effort one. I'd just be so angry by the end of it. I'd be like, oh yeah, right. Literally, it's just gonna be the same. Like, if they win this game, thirteen to three, like I'm predicting, it'll be the like they probably scored a touchdown on defense and had like one pass that went for more than ten yards. And I'm like, well, the Raiders made some bizarre critical errors, and you didn't. So you know, bring on the Bengals, I guess. Fun times are over, baby. The West Coast vacation where you got to play bad teams is over. Time to time to take your punishment. Time to play the Bengals every time to take your medicine and play a real team. And then I'll just gaze upon whoever, like, whatever guy is, like, delivering the play sheets to Zach Taylor and go, I can't wait to see you, kid. See big things for your future. Can't wait for you yeah, to become the, the, the smoking hot Bengals. Yeah, no, exactly. So that's them boys are on a tear. Harry Dare heating up again. They heat up late. Doing it again. Glad to see it. So that's that's Joe what'll Burr, happen. Joe Burrow has had the probably one of like the, the quietest great oh, he's, quarterback seasons yeah. ever. Well, because they were they were a little bit cold to start the season. They were a little bit they were a little bit cold the first couple weeks there, but now they, you know, they've they heat it back Man, up. Man's man's numbers are Mahomesian. Oh, he's that. Tell Joe Burrow's great. Oh, Joe Joe Burrow is a dude. Oh, I I there are still still people who don't like him, but you know Which Jordan had that 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 phrase entered my lexicon yesterday. Mahomesian. Mahomesian. I like that. But uh, anyway, Shit, Jordan, you know at least now. at least the Red Sox are doing well. <laughs> I um yeah we didn't get to talk about it um I was debating honestly because I was mad because we almost recorded Thursday which would have been perfect because that was like big like that was the Xander Bogarts left day that was that was like all the other signings that was literally the day actually that Xander Bogarts went away and then I fell asleep like a moron and Jordan I'm gonna deflect onto him like a leader wouldn't record at like 11 p.m. with me <laughs> which I was fully ready to do it i was like let's do it it's 11 p.m let's do it like let's 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 do the show let's do it anyway be like a three-day turnaround before the next episode it'll be great but luckily you probably would have died luckily that would have been worth it luckily and we would i would (laughs) have sent the bill for my funeral to john henry and then he would have sent it to the san diego padres (laughs) anyway that was a good one thank you luckily Luckily, nothing has happened in the MLB offseason since Thursday of any note because, as I think I've, we talk about this a lot, the MLB, the way the MLB structures this offseason is is the is the sports entertainment calendar equivalent of a paddle boat. While the rest while the rest of the sports make their offseason this big, like exciting, like you know week-long, weekend-long affair. You can really dig in and get excited for the next season, for the next big date in the offseason. The MLB offseason, like, opens up right after the World Series. Nothing happens for a month. Again, the MLB offseason started, what, a month ago? And then last Thursday was when big names started signing? I forgot there was an offseason. And now... It'll just kind of slowly matriculate for, like, the next, like, four months. And, like, if the Red Sox end up signing a shortstop, it'll probably happen, like, a week before spring training. Because the MLB offseason is stupid. Because the MLB doesn't know how to do 
anything right in a way that would be entertaining to anybody in the year 2022. But whatever. Great for our purposes because it's just, it's just like a freeze frame of what happened Thursday. So anyways, Andrew Bogarts is gone. The Red Sox didn't keep him. I'll say this. 11 years, $280 million is probably too much. It's probably stupid let, to give him that contract. Let, less so, less so the money, more so the years. Both, both are bad. Both right, are it's bad, always the but... years. The years are the best. Right, the fact that you're gonna be paying him forty million dollars when he's thirty-eight, probably not a good idea. So that I don't blame the Red Sox on. I do blame the Red Sox for letting it get there. They could have just offered him like a real contract during spring training, and they didn't because I don't know. They don't value their own players. And it's annoying, Jordan, because I was talking about it before that happened. I felt like they were having a good couple days. They signed Jansen. They might finally have a closer for the first time in three years. They signed Chris Martin, who had the best two months of relief I've ever seen. They signed Yoshida. Might, might have an outfielder who can hit a little bit. Good stuff. And then, oh, you lost your second best player. Oh, you let another homegrown fan favorite superstar who's been like the most consistent hitter in baseball for the last four years. Oh, you let him walk. Oh, well, you know, you lost into a big market heavyweight legacy franchise like the San Diego Padres. While you those those California baseball teams, they are serious. (laughs) While you they got some heat in California. While you a small market, low budget broke franchise have to kind of go around the fringes and make moves like sign aging relievers and sign Japanese players to reasonable deals. It's it's tough, you know, while big market teams get to swallow up the stars. Well, you, the lowly Red Sox, have to sit here and, and just get cocked by the San Diego Padres. The long, the long tenured, historic, I think one of the Padres, like the fifth, sixth most valuable sports franchise in the world. Upton for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think too. Yeah, you can't you can't keep your own players. So that's fun. So I mean, I hope they sign like Dansby Swanson. That would be nice, but it's you know, uh, like I don't care. Like it's they're not. They're probably not. They're gonna try and sell us on like, oh no, Marcelo Mayer in in a year will be great because this is what they want, Jordan. Again, I don't blame High and Bloom for any of this. I I truly and genuinely don't. The the Red Sox made a made an organizational decision to try and operate on a budget because it's more profitable, I'm sure. Like a model of winning like 90 games a year and like being competitive in September, like on a budget, probably very good for the bar- balance sheet, right? Probably looks great financially. Now the part where they messed up is that they were last place this past season, and September meant nothing, and they had historic lows in terms of rating and attendance, which made me think that maybe they'd actually spend some money this offseason. Remember like, when you said they were going to get Aaron Judge? I, I would have liked him to try to, but who the Padres... <laughs> oh, no, it was going to be the Giants went after Aaron No, the Padres went after Aaron Judge. I forget. doesn't matter. California baseball teams, but the Red Sox went after Aaron California Judge. baseball teams are throwing money around like crazy. I thought, well, this model doesn't work if you're bad. Like, this model works if you're, like, contending for a wild card in September. Like, then it works, because the games are meaningful and people are watching them and whatever. So I thought, well, they went last place, so they got to spend some real money. They can't lose a guy like Xander Bogarts. That'll make, that'll push the fans away even more. Nope. 
They think we're idiots. I don't know. They posted photos of High and Bloom, like, wistfully looking at a tarmac. Talk about how hard they tried. That makes you feel good, Jordan. That makes you want to renew your season tickets, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they tried, Jordan. You know, they tried really hard, right? Jordan, you know how hard they tried to keep Xander Bogarts? Really hard. Jake, let me, let me paint for you a picture. Okay. So, you know, as, as the listeners may know, I, I, I work for the state of Massachusetts. So Excellent. every every weekday I, I commute into the, the city of Boston on the green line. And through the green line, there's <laughs> a treacherous adventure at, it is. Yep. At, at Kenmore. And every morning you can see the long line of executives and staff and faculty of the Boston Red Sox and the Fenway Sports Group lining up. And through the station, all the way up the stairs, mm-hmm. around the corner, all the way to the front gates on Lansdowne Street. And they're just begging for bread <laughs> and warmth and clothing <laughs> and shelter. Yeah, they, you see the, the head office of the Red Sox actually made out of cardboard. And then and then a, a weary head peeks around the closed gates. Mm-hmm. The door creaks. And he just whispers. You don't have enough. <laughs> that's the scene every morning. John Henry's just out there with a with a with just a with just a cardboard with a card with a cardboard sign that says like short stops, please. Anything appreciated, God bless. Exactly. And infielders, please. Any 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 will help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. This is what like this is what they want. They're trying to buy the command. They're probably buy the commanders when the commanders inevitably are forced by Congress to be sold. Yeah. Because <laughs> again, because what has happened to baseball, right? What has happened to baseball, which probably will creep in every other sports, is that really, 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 really rich people and like equity groups, which are the bane of everything in this world, right? For what for one thing. Like venture capital equity groups that just buy up a million businesses for the sake of making money, ruining everything in this world. Right? Housing. Yep. Food. Yep. And baseball. Yep. Because you have all these rich people who have really realized that, like, professional sports, like, if you can't afford to buy a pro sports team, right, which is not, not anybody could do that. But if you can, like, the greatest investment in the world you can make. You know what the average value of an NFL team was in 2012? I looked this up before the show. Oh, uh, what was it? $1.1 billion. Oh, that's, wow. You know what it is now? Uh, probably around three or four. $4.4 4 million. Oh. Four times. What billion dollar investments quadruple in 10 years, Jordan? Nothing. Not Now you can get investments that will, but any investment that usually gives you that kind of yield has to be something risky, small, right? Not a billion dollar legacy business that will always exist. That'll never go away. Go up four times. So now, you know, lies rich people, get your Fenway Sports Group. Just buy up as many pro sports teams as you can because you should because it's a wildly good investment. But then if you get them, best way to extract maximum value is this. This is correct. If you're trying to maximize your profit, right? Not winning. Because winning is not. Winning's probably not the most, right? Like the Warriors spending a bajillion dollars to contend probably is not the most financially sound thing, right? They'd probably make more money at this point if they just kind of stripped, stripped it, went below the luxury tax, just had Steph Curry and like, we're like the 16th. They'd probably make more money, honestly, at this point. But they're not. 
But the Red Sox, oh yeah, no, they're 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 willing to ride it out. And if it works, and like, you know, they and High and Bloom, by the way, has not done a good great job executing on this again. They're like, here's your budget, it's like two twenty or whatever, it's below the luxury tax. Make a good team. Make make a good team happen, which you can do. Again, the Rays do it every year. They're kind of in it. They're never real. They're never a real team that's really going to do anything, but they're in it. They, they give they, a very good illusion. They're there. Very exactly. Good, it's an illusion. Very, very, very good bullpens. Exactly. It's an illusion. They do a great job finding like me and you to pitch in the fifth and the sixth. And then like Kevin O'Connell's mailman, the pitch in the eighth. Mm. And then they're pretty good. And they pay like $40 million. And then they lose to a real team in the wild card. But you know what? People were watching the games in September, so they made their money. And that's what the Red Sox are being now because the Red Sox are like one brick in the mosaic that is the Fenway Sports Group. And I convinced myself that I'm trying to sell Liverpool was a good thing. Like an idiot. And why should they operate? Like the fifth, like the, whatever they are, the sixth most valuable sports franchise in the world. Why bother spending like that when you're already that? You have the money. So cut the expenses, and then you get $100 million more dollars every year. Of course you should do that if you're trying to make money. And all us stupid poor people just have to, like, have some emotional attachment to this thing and watch it be ruined by rich people. Like the housing market. Like the entire economy. And we all just, we are now gift. You can't own a home anymore, Jordan. You get to rent your entire life. You can't afford to really pay for gas. You have to take a bus. And you can't have a baseball team that tries to contend. Have fun maybe getting a wild card spot. The degradation of everything in our society to feed corporate profits. And that's yep. what's happening with the Red Sox. The Red Sox say perfect embodiment of it. But it's okay, LeBron's on board because LeBron is a class trader among class traders. And oh, they'll probably buy whoever become the Supersonics. Then yeah, it's a great business model if you have the money. If you have the capital to do it, it's like gold. It's like buying gold. No, excuse me, not like buying gold because gold goes up like 5% maybe. Buying a sports franchise is like, it's like owning an oil company. Like you're always going to make money. If you can't afford it, you should do it. And just extract wealth from it. So that... Yeah, that's what's happening to the Boston Red Sox. I, know. I hope Dan, I hope they sign Dansby Swanson. He's pretty good. He's good. He's not great. You can't afford great. You can afford good. Not great, Jordan. You get good. You, if you yeah, take a pet. They, they just, they just, they're, they're just, it's just a soup kitchen around there. Yeah. If, if it's, and you know, you'll watch the, if they're good enough, you'll watch the games in September. We'll be talking about them. We'll be watching them. On the network, on Nesson, which is owned by the Fenway Sports Group. So they get all the advertising revenue. <sighs> and then we'll go to a few games, Jordan. Yoshida, I'm sure, will be good. Probably batting like 290. He'll be like, wow, what a good signing he was. I hope, or he'll suck. If he sucks, God, God forbid. <laughs> I feel like these moves will work out. Maybe they won't. I don't know. And they'll probably be fine. And then Devers' contract will be up. And then they'll talk about how he's a priority. And they'll talk about how great he is. And then, oh no, the Giants! Ah! They just came out with too much money. It just wouldn't be financially smart.
for us as the team, not like us as the Boston Red Sox, us as the Fenway Sports Group that is trying to sell the Boston Red Sox in the next three years. So we don't want to have any long-term financial commitments. Not good for the team. Again, not you. You're not on our team. Our team that we're on against you that's ruining everything that you hold dear. While you just inhale it like slop. You're just taking what we give. You want an, here's an 85-win baseball team. Scoop it into your mouth with your hands. We can't give you a fork. Oh, man, though, we went on kind of a run in August. Oh, we won a series again. We swept the Yankees in three games on, like, August 2nd. Oh, maybe they got a chance. Got to keep watching. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm right. If you're, I'm, if you're lucky, they'll send you an email about you can get a, you can, get a, you can buy a four-season I mean, not a four, a four game package. And oh, you, you get you get four game tickets. You get a Fenway Frank and you get a you get a Pepsi. Hey, those sausages aren't bad. They're not. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. Would you, I guess... would you spend one hundred and seventy five to get four Fenway Franks and four Red Sox games? And four uh, Pepsis? who are they playing? Uh, it's going to be like the uh, the Guardians and then like <laughs> the Rangers. And oh, my God. Maybe like, oh, you mean the big spending Rangers? <laughs> The big spending ranges, yes. Who, well, by the way, are, are probably spending their way into nothing, which I shall be fair. Right? We're spending, we're spending their way into being the most expensive sixty-win team ever constructed. But they're trying. Hey, they sure. Are. But oh yeah, no, no, no like, like again. Can say. If they actually sign a real shortstop, I'll be surprised. Because what they will do is they will not sign a shortstop. They will not. They, they won't. They'll sign somebody. They won't sign somebody like real. They'll maybe sign somebody to play the position, but then they'll be like, well, Marcelo Mayer. He's in the pipeline. We signed Trevor Story last year. Why would we sign Dansby Swanson to a six-year contract? Trevor Story to a seven-year contract a year before. We have Marcel Mayer coming up. We're the Red Sox. We rely on prospects in a year and a half. He's going to be ready soon. Mid-July, he might be up. He's tearing up Portland. He's doing great. We can't. He might be great. And we we just, we can't, we can't be committing in the middle infield. We have these guys coming up. Come on, that would be that would be that would be wise, would it? That would be dumb. That's your dumb caveman brain. You want players now? You want to contend every year? We can't. That's not possible. That's not possible. Then we get it's inflation. Then we gotta stretch a dollar and contend every year. We can't do that. We can't do it. We don't have that kind of money. Come on. Penguins need a new right winger. Come on. Come on, Dan Schneider's not going to give up the team, give up the commanders for nothing. You want to sign a shortstop, though? Selfish. It's selfish. Yeah, no, that's that. That is what they're going to end up doing. It's going to be like they, we'll get to like spring training, and they still won't have signed anybody. Like, the guys will be out there, right? Because again, these dudes linger. For, like, remember, like they signed J.D. Martinez like the day of, like a week into spring training, whenever they signed mm -hmm. him. Like it'll like these dudes will be there. Like Carlos Correa still be a free agent for some reason. Dansby Swanson will still be a free agent by like spring training, but then they won't be signing them. And, and the Reds, you know, maybe we'll read a report. The Red Sox are in on them. They're talking to them. But then, like, somebody else will come in and offer way more money. And then suddenly, Jordan, you know what we'll be seeing on the front page of the Boston Globe? What will you be seeing? Oh, the Marcelo Meyer puff pieces. Like, oh, you've never yeah. seen, Jordan. Oh, about how he's special. And about the integrity. And how he's so mature for his age. Mm. We'll just suddenly see him. Oh, and how Red Sox fans got to look forward to this guy. And then they won't get a shortstop. 
And the Yankees will probably sign Carlos Radon. And you still haven't brought back any of your starting pitchers. I, I don't know what's happening there. But <laughs> don't, don't don't even ask. Avaldi. Apparently, the Red Sox are less in on Avaldi than anybody else. I don't know. Whatever. Michael Walker. You, you, want, you want me to get my Nathan Avaldi bobblehead? I, don't bother. You'll be you'll more invested in that than the. T- well, I hear that High and Bloom thought about reaching for it, but then he saw you were reaching for it too hard and he got scared and he ran away. But I mean that might be a rarity in like you no know, two years. You know, nothing, no movement on the Michael Walker front. So you know, yeah, like it's just it's it's, yeah, like I'd, yeah, we'll just start seeing the Marcelo Meyer puppies. I'm like, well, you know, I go when you're a small market, you know, small budget team like the Red Sox, you got to let you guys come up. You got to wait. You got to develop. You got to build through your farm system. You can't go out and splurge like these other teams. You know, you're literally living outside. And it's just, oh, it's so, oh, my God, it's so stupid. It's all so stupid. This is so dumb. They are it's, rich. It'll be, it'll be a very hard financial right. burden on a small American town like Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. Oh, really? It's what's going to happen. I Verbatim. Like, I will come to you in spring training with, like, a, with like a physical copy of the Boston Globe that I spent, like, $9 on at a newsstand. That'll have like, oh, look at this. Marcelo, it'll be like the day after Dansby Swanson and Carlos Correa get signed. Oh, full page spread on Marcelo Mayer. About how great of a guy he is. It's about how cool he is. Like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't, you don't want, you don't, you don't want to sign a long-term shortstop. That would be stupid. That's your caveman brain. Gets to bring like Brock Holt back to play second base for the year or something. That'll be it. And uh, remind nope. me how how uh, and then we'll be in bad hell. their their infielding is was uh, round first. And, you know and it's second. not the first first they're first they're doing okay. I'll I'll give them credit. They 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 made a savvy move. They got a big market spending team like the Padres to cover most of Eric Hosmer's. Co- co- you know they got their table scraps. Good table scraps. Eric Hosmer's good. Gave him competent first base play. But table scraps, you still got table scraps from the Padres, which then, you know, freed up money for them to go sign your second best player to a real contract, like a real friend. But you got Eric Hosmer. They're paying for a lot of the deal. That's a good value, Jordan. They're getting a great value on it. And they are. They get a great value on Eric. You know, they get legitimate championship winning stars and you get, well, it's pretty good value on Eric Hosmer, though, relative to how productive he is now. Oh, man. Padres are paying a lot of that deal. That's what you get. That's what you get. You know, Tristan, they find a first base. I'll give him credit. Yeah, then we got Tristan Casas. Whatever. Fine. Bobby Dahlback hopefully never plays a game again. But, yeah, no. It, um, didn't Bobby Dahlback play shortstop one game last year? Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Oh, Jordan. Oh, what if, what if that's part of the plan? Isn't Tommy Pham still there? No, no, I think his contract's over. Okay. But maybe it'll be Kiki Hernandez, and then you oh, well, they can get Kiki to play shortstop. They know they can put Jalen Duran right there in the middle again all year. God himself. You like that, Jordan? You want that? That sounds like a, that sounds like a plan to me, a oh. homegrown kid like Duran. <laughs> One of the most well, well rounded. Well-rounded, mentally consistent, ill, consistent, 
middle middle outfielders there's ever been in the game of baseball. Yeah, no, so that's that's one thing they go. Oh, we got the versatility of Kiki Hernandez. Who didn't would... give up a who didn't directly give up a inside the park grand slam. Oh, come on. Why would we why would we spend big money when we have Marcelo Mayer coming up when we could just move Kiki Hernandez and wait for my Mayer? We could just put Jalen Duran or somebody at center field. That was still one of the craziest things I've ever I, seen. It won't be for long. It'll <laughs> get topped by something. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I don't, yeah. Very annoyed. <laughs> very annoyed. Very, very annoyed. Um, when When is Chris Sale coming back? He should be back by now. I assume he should be ready for spring training after his tragic bike accident. Hope they keep him off the big, hope they keep him on four wheels from now on, but. You know, hopefully, hopefully he's not going up to New Hampshire or Vermont to go skiing. locked in a room. Or, or snowboarding. Hopefully they or. just have him locked in a room. Just, just, just latched in like a store, in like a, like, like a, like a meat locker somewhere. <laughs> just an empty padded room. Just, just locked in there. Full twenty four seven surveillance. Infrared Not... sensors everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's what's going on with the Red Sox. Um, everything sucks. Uh, I don't know. They'll probably be fine. They'll again. I I also predicted they'll just have a random turnaround to be a contender for no good reason. That's how this team works. But I'm not forgiving that. But if they do it and they're being cheap, I don't. That doesn't that doesn't validate anything in my eyes. So you know, again, the Yankee the Yankees are making real signings. The Yankees are signing real players, and you you are making. What feel like wise, you know, effective fringe moves. Again, I like all the signings they made. I like them. Not a big deal. Like I, I like them. Shouldn't be your whole off season. Again, Yoshida looks pretty good. Guy, guy struck out forty times and got walked eighty last season. It's crazy. Guy's plate discipline very good. Going to be a good leadoff hitter. You need a leadoff hitter now, by the way. But uh, yeah, nope. You couldn't. You couldn't keep Andrew Benatendi. Couldn't keep. Could keep Mookie Betts. Could it? Could it keep Xander Bogarts? No, 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 no. That would be stupid, Jordan. You're stupid if you think that would be a good idea. So no, 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 no. You you will simply have have Kiki Hernandez playing shortstop, Jalen Duran being your everyday center fielder. And uh, you know we get to wait for Marcelo Mayer. That's that's what you get. That uh, is. This is the, maybe this is how we atone for our sins. Yeah, you also maybe don't have a DH. You also I, th- th- maybe Hosmer plays. That's important now. You kind of need one of those. All, you know, maybe Costas DHs. Maybe Hosmer DHs. Feel feels like that's the plan right now. At least that's like based on their current talent pool. That would be how I divvy it up. I just put one of them at first and one of them at DH and. You know, see what happens, but hey, you put Bobby Dahl back at third and put Raphael Devers at the DH spot. Get real fun with it. But yeah, no, so that, that's what happened. Anyway, I'm done. I'm over this. I don't know. Celtics have had two bad games. I'm annoyed by them, but it's I don't have the energy. I've 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 blown my whole load on this. Uh that's it, everybody. Check check us out at Jake R. Elmsley on Twitter, at true underscore world underscore king on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh check out the Stadium Experience YouTube. Check out the Stadium Experience TikTok. That's it, everybody. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.